Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of No Doubt, where we will look at current events, people, and everyday issues and language from a Shane British perspective, and then talk about in-depth points that delve more deeply into the doctrine of this tradition. My name is Takashi Miyagi, and I'll be your host. Let's get started. So for the first segment of today, I'd like to uh, talk about uh, do we Shin Buddhists believe in the phrase bachiga ataru? Um, and if you don't know what bachiga ataru means, you might have heard the phrase or the word bachi uh, or um, more colloquial, I guess, in English, bachi. Uh, bachi is going to happen to you. You better watch out, you know. Um, so it basically means like, Bachiga uh, ataru means like uh, if you do something bad, something bad will happen to you. It's a bad omen to do this, or you're gonna get what's coming to you kind of thing. And um, originally, uh, this this idea of bachiga ataru was that um, well, there are, it it's both uh, influenced by Shinto as well as Buddhist concepts. The idea that kami are everywhere and wherever you go there is um, a kami in that area or there is a Buddha in the area and so that if you do something wrong if you think that other people aren't looking actually the gods or the Buddhas are watching you and so you should do right because if you don't do those do right you will be punished by these uh, gods the kami or buddha and so that's what the whole idea of bachi ga ataru means or bachi right uh, that we say here in america so the answer to that question is as shin buddhists do we believe in the phrase bachi ga ataru or is that something that we say to each other or one another to which the answer is no a resounding no right uh, we do not believe we get punished by gods or buddhas um, this is uh, something that um, Shinan Shonin was um, pretty much um, against he was trying to tell us that you know the buddhas and gods uh, if they exist they are not there to punish us okay the idea of what a buddha is is a principle of this reality that we are coming to understand how this reality works and so um, as such that reality is not something that judges us that reality is not something that punishes us okay it's a reality however that is trying to get us to realize that we are a part of it that we are one uh, and the same in this one reality another related term which I've talked about in another episode was the idea of astrological or uh, astrological excuse me astrological days or auspicious days in the calendar um, if you flip open um, a Japanese calendar today if you look on the I forget if it's on the bottom right or in the bottom left corner but it's on one of the corners of, of each day 
um, there might be some two kanjis there written. Uh, maybe it's butsumetsu or taiyang, shakko. These are some of the ones.、Um, I think there's six.、Um, and I'm sorry for not knowing all of them. But at any rate,、uh, what these mean is,、uh, is that there are days that are considered more fortuitous or more、um, uh, lucky. Than other days. And, on, and so, if you are going to, let's say, plan your wedding, or if you are going to plan a birthday party or something of that celebratory nature, you should do it on a day that is considered to be or marked off to be auspicious, right? And you should avoid、uh, having your, for example, a wedding. You should avoid having a wedding on a day of. Butsumetsu, right? And butsumetsu means,、um, uh, it just means that it's, uh, uh, that it, it is not a fortuitous day.、Uh, and so,、um, Jodo Shinshu Buddhism、uh, is outright, how shall I say this in a nice way? We do not subscribe to this understanding or this belief. And、um, it, it's,、uh, it's something that we are. Not against, but we just don't participate in it because we don't believe in it, right? There aren't good days and bad days, right? In the sense of luck and not luck. There are good days and bad days in the sense that we make them a good day or that we make them a bad day, you know, or we perceive them to be a good day or perceive them to be a bad day. But you can get married on Friday the 13th. It does not matter, okay? And、um, you can walk under a ladder. It does not matter, right? There are no. Um, marked off days that the Buddha says these are the good ones and these are the bad ones, right? And so、um, we do not、um, subscribe to any of these ideas, okay? Another question that is kind of related to this、um, is do we believe in ghosts? Do we believe in the supernatural?、Um, and、uh, As far as I know, as far as I've seen in, in the written works of Shinra Shonin and Jodo Shinshu writings, and if, if someone has seen something, please let me know because I, I would really like to、um, uh, know about this a little bit more. But as far as I'm concerned,、um, I haven't seen anything、uh, that says anywhere in Shinra's writings anything about this matter at all, right?、Um, but in my opinion,、um, based on what I've kind of studied, The answer is, is we can neither confirm nor deny these claims of the supernatural or ghosts. Having said that, the real question is, in my opinion, in knowing that they exist or in knowing that they do not exist, what does this have to do with the issue of your birth in the Pure Land? In other words, what does this have to do with you finding? Absolute peace of mind in life. Will knowing these things bring you lasting happiness? To which, if you answer yes to this, then I guess Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is not for you. In my personal humble opinion, I think there are places that have, you know, different kinds of energies, maybe. I can't explain it just as much as I can explain, you know, with definitive fact whether there actually was. Uh, I don't know, the city of Atlantis or not, right? But for me, these questions are just as irrelevant 
as is the question of what created humankind? What created the beginning of the universe? I mean, who cares, really? None of that matters. It's all speculation anyway. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. If that creates wonder for you and you pursue it as, pursue it as a career, you know, um, that's a completely different story, right? If you want to know about the stars and what make up the stars, if you want to know about the different constellations and the and and the planets in the universe, or if you want to go on the micro, you know, route, you know, you want to know about atoms and neutrons and string theory and this and that, you know, to pursue these scientific fields of research, I'm totally behind that. You know, I have no problems with that at all, right? Um, uh, but I, I'm talking about solving one's existential plight, one's spiritual path of resolving the issue of suffering. You know, the Buddha has this famous story um, where this um, guy, I'm going to just break it down very simply and, and explain it very shortly. But essentially, there's this person who gets shot by an arrow, right? And it's, he gets shot and the arrow comes out of nowhere and the guy gets pegged in the leg and he's, you know, lying there on the floor, screaming in agonizing pain. And then there are other people who come to help out. And then the people will say, where did that arrow come from? You know, what was that arrow made of? You know, what is the length of that arrow? What was the poison made of? From which direction did it come? Who was the maker of this arrow, right? And all these things, right? But all of these questions that the people ask are irrelevant to the situation at hand. The situation at hand is that the person is lying there screaming in pain from being shot by an arrow and that is the the example that is used which is the buddha trying to explain to us the questions about what started the universe who created humankind you know um where is the end of the universe and what is beyond the end of the universe all of these questions are irrelevant irrelevant to your existential plight the human condition the human condition is one in which we are sitting there lying there bleeding in pain and in suffering and screaming out from this pain and that is the issue at hand that is what we need to resolve knowing the end of the unit where the end of the universe is is not going to resolve our issue of our suffering Knowing what, who created humankind is not going to resolve this issue of what suffering it is. Uh, what suffering is. If you think it does, then that's totally cool. I'm, that's totally fine. It's just that Buddhism isn't for you, right? But Buddhism is saying the issue at hand is why do we suffer? What causes this suffering? And if you want to break down that suffering even more further, it is can I live with the fact that I'm going to die? Am I going to be okay with the fact that I have to someday die, right? And this is um, what Shakyamuni Buddha, uh, when he went through the four gates, right? And he saw the, the, the suffering, right? That we all encounter. Birth, old age, sickness, death. These things are inescapable to every single human being, regardless of your class, your gender, etc., etc. 
everybody will have to face these things and essentially Shakyamuni Buddha came to the realization that he he will wither away and die someday and so the whole spiritual path that he embarks on thereafter was to resolve that issue of why can't why am I in this state and how do I resolve my own death and that is what Buddhism is all about you know Buddhism that is what it is that's the core of this teaching you know so um, uh, all this stuff about you know uh, how to vote in the next election for example that's secondary how do I lower my work stress secondary what is Buddhism's stance on gun control how do I become a nicer person in life how do I exhibit loving kindness and compassion towards others secondary all these things do not matter unless you have first grasped the real issue at hand which put simply is the question I am going to die will I be okay with that and um, that is what this is all about if if knowing about ghosts not knowing about ghosts uh, is going to help you to resolve this issue then you know go for it you know but um, um, but to the question of do we as Jodo Shinshu Buddhists believe in ghosts or the supernatural or not uh, to us we remain um, I would say agnostic we would we're indifferent to the issue at hand if uh, and then to the question of astrological days and auspicious days lucky days bad luck days right uh, these things do we believe in this as I mentioned in the last episode no we do not believe in it knowing and I mean um, even if we did believe in these things or these things do not provide true and lasting happiness for us uh, and so that is why we do not subscribe to this idea and to the first question do we as Shin Buddhists believe in the phrase bachiga ataru no we don't believe in the phrase bachiga ataru so as a Jodo Shinshu Buddhist I highly encourage you to uh, not say that phrase and I highly encourage you uh, to um, if someone was to tell you that just kind of smile and nod and just be like yeah 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 whatever To the second segment of our third episode where we're talking about the uh, continued issue of no doubt and what doubt means in the Jodo Shinshu tradition. In the other uh, episodes uh, we've talked about doubt as being self-power or what's called Jirikishin 
it's to believe that one can attain enlightenment based on one's own uh, ability. The next one is Shin Zaifu Shin. We also talked about this one. It's to believe in karmic currency as the cause for birth. Today, I would like to talk about the word Hakadai in uh, Japanese, which means human calculation. Or uh, other ways to translate it are human discriminative thinking or human logic and reasoning. So today, um, uh, this is what I'm going to take up, and this is another uh, extremely dense and complicated topic, um, but uh, it's a very, very important one. So Hakadai um, basically means uh, what I just mentioned about your human calculation. In, in other words, it's using your conceptualization, your ability of logic and reasoning to try to understand um, uh, Amida Buddha's uh, wisdom and compassion or the Buddha's infinite wisdom and compassion. So human calculation, uh, human reasoning and human logic, these are great feats, right? We can use these things uh, for philosophical topics um, to think about where did humankind come from? Where was the beginning of the universe? Um, Human reasoning and logic has gotten things like penicillin, medicine, um, the understanding that we need to keep things clean in order to avoid uh, contracting infections and illnesses. Uh, human reasoning and logic has gotten us uh, the modern technology uh, where we have iPhones and computers that can that can calculate things very quickly for us it's gotten us to the moon it's gotten us outside of earth and to speculate what is out in the universe um, these are all very very important things and human calculation human logic and human reasoning is very important and Jodo Shinshu Buddhism in no way shape or form is trying to discount these uh, enterprises these endeavors in in in, in the human intellect it's very important. Um, so this is why Jodo Shinshu Buddhism, I, I'm going off on a tangent here, but Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is, we kind of, you know, um, kind of like uh, wonder, what is the big deal about the problem between science and religion? Uh, in our eyes, science and religion go hand in hand. There's no, there's no conflict there in any way. Um, they're supposed to, I mean, we, we we should believe in science why because well one of the buddhist principles is causality cause and effect and that is what the scientific method is all about so science and and jodo shinshu buddhism science and religion as jodo shinshu buddhism there is no there is no problem there is no kind of wall or um, distinction that says one is right and the other one is wrong in any way shape or form okay uh, Jodo Shinshu Buddhism supports encourages and absolutely affirms scientific research and scientific findings the problem is where um, uh, in in science science does not re regard or take into consideration blind passions or what's called attachments and these and um, this is where Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is trying to make an issue okay and this is where Jodo Shinshu Buddhism sees the problem the problem isn't human intellect or human reasoning the problem is the motivations be behind scientific reasoning 
and 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 research okay it's what we do with it you know that same technology that brought us the the iPhone and and the laptops also got us the hydrogen bomb the atomic bomb and and napalm and bombs and firearms to kill and hurt people in general right so um, it's it's the motivations behind that that we are calling into question the blind passions the attachments that science does not take into consideration but blind passions and attachments this is the premise into why we go into uh, um, or why we do different things right in this world right why we go about uh, thinking things logically and and using our reasoning and if you don't believe that um, perhaps this example might help to um, shed some light on that um, a lot of times I've noticed uh, when people get called out for something, right? And I'm guilty of this myself, totally, completely. So uh, that's why I'm talking about this. But uh, <clears throat> let's say you get called out for something that you did something wrong, and you find yourself kind of um, <clears throat> trying to explain yourself by saying like you know things like well what I had meant by that was or what I was trying to do was this and this and that and then they say well you were doing this and that and you're saying well well what I was trying to say was this and this and that or what I was trying to do was this and this and that and you're always making excuses or you're always trying to what I call justify your actions right even if you are clearly in the wrong you are always trying to find ways to make yourself look in a better light. Look like you were not at fault in any way, shape, or form. Look like you are, you are the victim and not the offender, right? And this is not for like criminal activity. This is like in everyday life, like your wife or your husband, your spouse or whatever calls you out for not washing the dishes and say, well, I'm, you know, trying to take care of the bills and, you know, you're not doing anything, right? Or so we try to find ways to make ourselves look better or look like we are not at fault. We constantly do this, constantly, right? Uh, and, and, and we use, we manipulate like even if there are rules and, and restrictions and regulations, we use those rules, laws and restrictions to try to find loopholes or bend them to what the outcome we want, right? And so human logic or reasoning is uh, limited in that sense. We use cons uh, we use our, our so our bland passions or uh, motivating the way we think the way we act the things that we say uh, to do things in this life so in in, um, in Buddhism there are there are three karmas shin ku yi and uh, shin is your bodily acts ku is, is your speech yi is your mind uh, so all of these three things are all considered karma and karma is your actions, right? So shin ku yi are the three kinds of karma and the one that I want to look at is your mind action Your mind and your thoughts your intentions in other words the thoughts in your head the concepts the notions the I'll call it what you want whatever goes on in your head that is considered Goal. It's considered karma, your karma of the mind. And um, normally in our everyday world, we think of 
bodily acts, your actions in the world as what constitutes karma or karmic action. But in Buddhism, it's what goes on in your heart and mind also that constitutes karma and your karmic actions as well and, and your bodily and your speech uh, actions as well. But our minds then, uh, when we are motivated, influenced by our blind passions, we start to create uh, cognitive notions or abstract notions, abstract concepts, and do conceptualization all in an effort to try to uh, uh, attain the things that we want within our uh, uh, attachments. So the entire enterprise of human logic, human reasoning, is based on the premise of blind passions and, atta and attachments, what is faulty right from the beginning. So the foundation of what you're building your house on is already very unstable. And so for that reason then, there is no way in which you can think, quote unquote, objectively. Think in a way that is not bound by your own blind passions. In other words, you cannot begin to understand and comprehend the Buddha's wisdom and the wisdom of true reality. And that is why uh, Hakarai is considered to be uh, uh, not the proper way in which you can attain enlightenment, i.e. you can attain the understanding of the Buddha's wisdom. So what you have to do then, or what you have to, I don't know if it's what you have to do. So what occurs then in the moment of Shinjin is the negation of doubt, is the negation of human calculative thinking, human reasoning, and logic. And I know what you're thinking. You are thinking, well, isn't that just a leap of faith? Aren't you just asking me to believe, right? Uh, isn't that what other religions about? This isn't what Buddhism is supposed to be about. Buddhism is supposed to be about being about causality and being about very, uh, how shall I say this, uh, having a very concrete, pragmatic approach in understanding life. It's not about faith. It's not about a leap of faith or asking me to believe in some kind of dogma. That's not Buddhism. That is a derivative. That is some kind of um, uh, offshoot of Buddhism that uh, is uh, something what it wasn't originally intended to be. Isn't this uh, kind of like a key concept in other religious traditions? I mean, I don't really, you know, associate uh, faith and, and doubt in, in, in the Buddhist religion, right? Um, so one of the things, uh, one of the ways you can answer this question is to say that uh, doubt is not discouraged by Shindan uh, as long as it is driving you further into the Buddha Dharma. If it's, it's, if it's making you question the validity of the Buddha's teachings and further your drive into this understanding this teaching, then, you know, doubt is a, it serves as a motivating factor to get you to, uh, to further pursue uh, the Nimbut's teaching. Another way to answer this is to say that the negation of doubt or the extinguishing of doubt is not a really 
it's not really about what you do or do not do. And uh, I know what I just said is very confusing, so I'm going to have to kind of uh, explain this a little bit, so please hear me out. Um, it's kind of like being, if you can imagine yourself, in, you're in a really pitch black room and you can't see anything inside the room and it's very hard to make your way through. Maybe there's like furniture in there um, and uh, you, you've got a little flashlight, um, but it, it only sheds so much light so you can only see so far. You can't look at, see everything in, in much clarity. It's only when the, the, the drapes have been pulled, the curtain is pulled up and the sunlight from outside of the room comes shining through instantly uh, brightening up the room and showing you the clarity of everything in the room and and you, it's so clear that you can see the dust particles that are in that room right that's the power of the light your flashlight can't compare to the the amount of light the abundance of light that is coming from outside of the window once we see the light come in from the outside, there is no doubt of the sun's light, the power of the sun's light that shows you the clarity of everything within the room as well as yourself. Uh, and, and even the dust particles is, is visible to you now, right? Uh, so there is no doubt. The doubt has been instantly, just like that, just gone, right? Uh, in an instant at the switch of a light uh, there is no darkness right or the darkness is illuminated and, and uh, that's the way that doubt is extinguished or and that is the way Shina Shonen is discussing um, doubt or the negation of doubt another example is gravity uh, it's true because it's true right it's not a matter of us believing in gravity or not whether it works or not right it just is right if you drop something gravity will drop it right there is no if ands or buts about that so we either awaken to the truth or we simply are ignorant of the truth um, truth being the buddha dharma or infinite wisdom and compassion it's the principle of truth Right? Again, what I mentioned earlier, this is what Dharma means, all right? the, the principle of truth. And it doesn't matter if we believe in it or not. It's true regardless of our belief in it or not. And that is kind of what I'm uh, referring to in the issue of um, Xinjing and doubt in this religious tradition. Uh, the, the, there is no... Um, for Xinjing, there is no volitional belief on the part of the person. I don't know if that made any sense to you, but it's it's um, basically what it means is that it's true whether you believe in it or not. It's a matter of whether you can awaken to that or not. But there is no part for you to believe or actively believe in it. And in, and as such, there it, you cannot lose faith you cannot lose faith in this tradition when Xinjing occurs there is no coming coming back from that it, it is um, the the extinguishing of doubt means that it is gone okay so there you have it, folks in the first segment uh, we talked about the issue of Bachiga Ataru 
uh, and whether we uh, believe in this phrase or not, to which the answer is no, we do not believe in this phrase. Uh, when it comes to uh, auspicious days, we do not subscribe, subscribe to this idea either. And also when it comes to the idea of ghosts and the supernatural, I believe that Jodo Shinshu Buddhism is indifferent to this issue. And in the second segment, we talked about the word Hakarai, which translates to human calculative thinking, which is also human discriminative thinking or human reasoning and logic or conceptualization and conceptual thinking. These terms are synonymous with self-power and uh, karmic currency that we talked about in the other episodes. So doubt has very many uh, features, um, um, all of which are very important and that we need to talk about. As a matter of fact, we are still not done with uh, the issue of Hakarai, which I would like to take up in the next episode. That'll do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in today to another episode of No Doubt. I am your host, Takashi Miyagi. As the Master Shandao states, quote, May we together awaken the Bodhi mind and be born in the realm of serenity and joy. End quote. Take care, Dharma friends. Until next time, Namo Amidabits.